Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Well, welcome. I've watched that intro like 40 sometimes, and I still think I'm such a dork. But welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here with one of my really good friends, uh, a true life friend that I've met in person, which is rare to say these days on the internet. xCloud, Tim Dog, how are you, buddy? Good, man. Happy to be here. Uh, you're awesome guy. This is going to be a good podcast because it's going to be just me and you, and we're going to be talking and we have some really good conversations and we have some really good fun, some crazy topics and some fun topics, but it's going to be a good show. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it will be good. You know, what Tim's kind of alluding to, uh, we get on the phone and we have some crazy conversations that could, we could put those on the air and it'd be a good time, but we're always <laughs> talking about the news that's going behind the scenes and stuff. And um, yeah, there is some crazy stuff to talk about today. Uh, shout out to the mods. We got Boss Mod, Lethal Papa in the house. We got Udani Kazada and Happy Bomb who are taking care of the chat and Risky for the Biscuit, Astray Gaming, and so many more. I wish I could just sit here and read all of them, but I do want to read a couple names off Tim Dog. I got some people who've been with the channel for a while. Shout out to channel member veterans, Zinner White, Poochie, Wolf Assassin, DeBlue, Devario 2 Gaming, Fault Lines, Wreak Havoc, Rodney Coots, Gaz, Dark CMF, Beta Max, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson, Lord Starkiller, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa, Nano Polymus, Suicide King, Yodana Kazada, Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. And these are these are people we talk to pretty often. If you guys don't know, Tim Dog and I we're together for like a long time on RDX podcast. And so um, I still talk to the RDX guys every single day. But like Tim's saying, we don't have to fight for a chance to talk tonight because it's just you and I, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I've, you know, picked up the phone. You call me, I call you. Uh, we have long conversations. I have a long drive home. So sometimes I'll just pick up the phone and call you a dealer, you know, or somebody, you know, that, you know, in the community, whether, I mean, I talk to a bunch of people, but yeah, we always have a lot of stuff to talk about. It's always good conversation. Um, I met you 
and you were total gentlemen. We hung out. Uh, we were supposed to have the, it was going to be like the best thing ever, the plan. And then COVID came, and uh, it seems like uh, we're, we're really struggling to get back to that point. Um, you know, the more important stuff's taking precedence, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, if we can get back to days where it's just uh, having fun, uh, I hope to see you again maybe next E3 next year. I know we thought this, we thought 2022 could be the year to come we back. We had it set it up. Well, we had 19 set up. We were yeah, really yeah, like, 20. Yeah, we like had 20. 20. Yeah. I was all 20, ready to go 20. for 20. Yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. And you're right. The There are more important things going on in the world. And um, we're going to get into some crazy stuff. When we talk about what's more important in the world, um, yeah, it's been absolutely crazy. I got to ask you before we get rolling in, as people kind of roll into the chat here, Tim, what game have you been playing? What's been keeping you happy on the video game side of things? Well, I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. The last week has been a a week where I had a ton of stuff to do, family wise. Um, uh, you know, certain certain things that I had to get done. So I haven't been playing that much. But tonight I'm going to get into Cyberpunk 2077 and give it one final chance. I've given it about five to eight hours. I would say I don't know. You know, I would say five to six hours maybe. Um, uh, but um i'm really enjoying it i just uh kind of feel that i should play be playing elden ring because uh, as everyone else is playing elden yeah. ring in the world and, and loving it and it does look really cool um but yeah i've been playing that and i'm struggling with it as far as i love it i like it that's so much potential but i'm kind of afraid that's gonna fall on its face uh you're talking about cyberpunk's gonna fall on its face yeah like i'm really into it like i think it's really good but I don't know. I don't know. Like I, 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 it's it's good enough to where I want to keep going and finish the game mm-hmm. that way. Because I know if I touch Elden Ring, um, it's it, it's uh, going to take me over. Or I'm going to have to finish it, or at least get frustrated and break my controller. Uh, but um, <laughs> you know, because yep, yep. I heard it's really tough. But and I haven't ever played a, a, a. I've been told never to play it by Rand that I'll go crazy. So it will be my first jab at it. Um, but I heard it's pretty, it's not that hard. It's more or less that you just got to grind a lot. Uh, well, um, I've got like 30 hours into Elden Ring. I talked about it a lot last week. I've never put myself in this gaming position where most games you can just kind of crank through it. And mm-hmm. in when you compare it to Elden Ring, most games just let you blast through the enemies or work your way around them out button push them or out speed them or or i don't they just i think just feels like most games the enemies just let you kill them and uh elden yeah. ring is not that way an enemy comes up and just says you die now and um <laughs> i've had i i've almost given up on it many times um really yeah, i saw water sleeping says 30 hours so that's uh, why I, I, I mean listen yeah like like listen and, and this is uh, I, I'll admit it. I'm, you know, I know that if the games, if the, I, I'll struggle with a game and get through it. Like I've done that, um, but mm-hmm. it sounds like it might be like really advanced. Like I, I might just go crazy and never. It, it's crazy know, because I, not many games will uh, punish you for dying the way that Elden Ring does. Like most, most of the time, in almost all video games, your punishment is a loading screen, 
uh, every time you kill an enemy, your XP is in your pocket. And if you die, your XP spills onto the ground and you have to go oh. get it. And if you get killed again before you get it, that XP disappears. I'm I'm going to grab the actual stats. Hold on. on. I don't know how uh, accurate it is. Uh, let me grab my stats real quick on the game because... Isn't that how grounded works, or the or the it yes, always stays yes. in Yeah, and I've yeah. I, the one of the reasons why I'm playing Elden Ring is because grounded is a kid looking game, but is brutally mm-hmm. difficult in its own right. So, mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh, I can't even manage this. I'm trying to get my stats here. I have two achievements. It says I have, well, yeah, it says I have uh, about forty hours in the game. Anyway. Wow. Um, yeah, but a lot of that is like me kind of spinning my wheels and not getting anywhere. And um, mm-hmm. there's many times where I've just wanted, like, I was in a cave and I fought several times. I died over and over. I went back and grabbed my XP and went back in and died and went in and got my XP and killed the enemies. And I'm afraid to come around the corner. And I took my <laughs> Timule like this. I took my controller and I set it on the couch. And I was like, I actually wanted to just have fun tonight. So I picked my controller back up. And I played Super Mega Baseball on Game Pass. Oh, I played that. It's good. <laughs> I know. I saw. I saw. It's it's, yeah, it's it looks so stupid game. though. The characters are like they look so weird. I know. Uh, I, I like it. But it kind of has some solid baseball mechanics in there for a little yeah. uh, cartoon game. But it's, uh, it's actually it's actually a, a really good game to try out. And it can be yeah. addicting, I could tell right away. I yeah, mean, I'm playing cool Madden mechanics. franchise, like uh-huh. in addition to like Cyberpunk, like when the co- time comes when I just want mindless video games, I'll play something like Madden and I'm in a franchise and I'm like 7-0 and and I have Saquon uh, Barkley is like, you know, going for his own record. And I, I mean, I have to say Madden, it also came to Game Pass. It's really good now. And that's mm-hmm. what happens with that. Like that game comes out at launch. And it's not much different from the six months previous that you played it because it had an update. And then, then you don't touch it for six months. You play it and it's a t- totally different ball game. It's an upgraded game. So, uh, you know, just a lot more. So stuff, this is the first time the current Madden has come to game pass via EA play, right? This is uh, the, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have, it might have been last year, but, oh, but yeah, that it's, it's probably the first time. And That's at this awesome. point, like it's like, yeah, I hear people say, "Don't tell anybody how good Game Pass is." Everyone knows. Well, you, you're saying the same thing over and over, and you know, it's like I kind of right. get it at this point. It's like you know, I, I'm even like even saying it's. I'm not going to even say much more. I've uh, Game Pass is just it's an absolute essential at this point and it shouldn't be even you don't even have to talk it up because it is all that it's just it's your gaming it's your gaming options that you know that fulfill what you have other than what you buy like it's freaking has galaxies of uh the galaxy game that just came out um and that's a that heard that game's awesome you mm-hmm. know so you have that game and you uh, super super Mega Baseball just doesn't stop. The next month, uh, the show, which is like going to be yeah, my thing. Yeah, that'll be no, the real baseball that. game again. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking to uh, Randall Thor nineteen that a year ago today. We were reporting on Twitter and our channels and our podcasts about 
uh, MLB coming to Game Pass. And there was people who've been really upset lately, Tim, that if you say you like Game Pass, they get mad and insult you and say that you're being paid by yeah. Microsoft. Have you seen some of this yeah. going on? Yeah, I, I saw. I, I saw. Like, I saw Broken Gamers. He was like, "Oh, you have to say it three hundred times." You know. I mean, I like Broken Gamers, and I'll tell it to yeah. him straight to his face. This is the same guy that I remember bragging about CD keys and telling me how PC is the best value in gaming, and now it now it has something <laughs> because yeah. because it has Microsoft attached to it. He don't like. It. It's like, come on, you know. But he's a good guy and all, and I'm a fan yeah. of his, his his stuff. So, and I would tell him I that too. I actually tweeted. But I saw him say something. I saw somebody else be like, "We get it. You Game Pass is the best ever. How many times are you gonna have to say it?" So yeah, there's a lot of that going on right now, um, yeah. and that's just because. Uh, let's be honest, the Game Pass is beating the drum every month. It's like. It just comes out. Somebody was saying it had a bad February month uh, in, a, in a group DM. I'm yeah, I mean, myself, kind I'm of. Like, yeah. Yeah, but like you have you had January where it was just like you were smashed in the face. You know what mm. it is? It, it, I I guarantee you, and all these people who complain too, and all these people who cry, oh, this 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 you know gaps and stuff like that. They don't keep up with the games. They don't keep up. Like if only if you're like a really insane gamer you keep up with the games and yeah play you what keep they up with you. playing everything you want to play we're we're actually yeah. going to get into a little bit about game pass and the spartacus thing later on the show we're also going to talk about what you kind of hit hit on with the playstation um if they're kind of seem to turn where there's there where they're buying less physical games there's a bit of kind of a changeover on that platform we'll get into why that's happening yes. and how people are uh changing the way they approach that uh, i've got a couple supers i got to get to here um one of sure. them is really going to open up our very first topic which uh is not normal for this show but if you think you're gonna have a good time tonight this is the xc podcast i'm here with xcloud tim dog he is a podcast veteran in the community he's been on the xbox side of things for like 12 13 years uh growing his <laughs> fifty thousand followers on twitter and uh, a super good friend, and I podcast with him for many years. But say hi to Tim Dog in the chat. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. You can uh, on the app. You can just minimize the chat. Hit the like button to show your support as we get into the topics. And the first one is going to be kicked off by my good friend uh, from the UK, Nano Polymyth, who gives us an eighteen dollar, eighteen pound super chat. It says Doctor Colt and Tim out an hour. Professional surgery appointments are available on call twenty four seven. He kicks off our first topic. This is crazy video game news, but um, I'm going to set this up, Tim, and then we're going to kind of run with this. Uh, yesterday, uh, in the evening here in the U.S., yesterday, a person who I won't name, but a PlayStation diehard fan that's on Twitter bashing Xbox as much as, much as possible, puffing up the PlayStation, make sure it always looks better than the Xbox, right? I mean... We see this. Sometimes I do the same for Xbox versus PlayStation, but this guy um, posted a video. And I'm not telling you this because not everybody and not a lot of the audience is on Twitter. You know, a lot of people are mm -hmm. different social media platforms or maybe they don't really use them. But on Twitter, this guy with about 1,500 followers, and I'll kind of spell this out for people who are watching the show or listening to it on demand with audio only. Um, we're not going to show the guy, but this 1,500 followers PlayStation diehard fan 
video recorded himself in the operating room. He is a registered uh, anesthetist nurse, somebody that puts people under medically and through ventilation. He recorded himself in the OR, showing himself, panned over to the doctors and surgical techs and the patient laying on the table, getting his gallbladder removed, and then pointed the camera to the medical tablet the uh, the clipboard showing the per- the information the medical write down of what work he did for this patient and then said I'm out here saving lives while you guys are losing the console war Xbox something like that Tim did you yeah. see this go down yesterday because yeah, yeah. there were 400 yeah. quote tweets on this guy in an hour or so yeah he deleted it and then he left an apology in the morning Listen, when I saw it, I it blew my mind. I'm like, this is how far this stuff can go, you know. And you know, we all joke and stuff, but this, like, what people will do for clout and what people will do for when they think about themselves, I guess, or like something that's going to be funny. Like, there's all sorts of wrongs here. The guy's not wearing gloves. The guy has a cell phone, which anybody knows, and I've seen this. Right, like it's the dirtiest thing that you can have. It's worse than a toilet, you know. And he has that, and he's five feet away. He's five feet away from the guy, um, and he has this crazy get up outfit. He thumbs up to to the thing. I'm like, no way. And I saw, I think, um, the guy, uh, Oix Alex, that guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. That's how I saw it. He goes. He goes, don't tell me this is real. This can't be real. So I looked at it, and then I was like, wow. And then I found out it was real, and then I was reading everything. And I was pretty much there at the start of the, uh, the you know, the rec- realization that this guy did this. Mm-hmm. And um, listen, I mean <sighs> – it's like I know, and I know, I know. Some guy has said, you know, you, 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 I feel, I feel like the guy, you know, he has a kid and family, but yeah, he really screwed up there, you know. And I don't know. I mean, it's he did something that you, you know, you can't take back. An apology doesn't really fix that. So um, yeah, there are. Um screen recorded video where that whole video is captured and it's uh almost it's a complete uh quality i've seen it circulate again on twitter uh i'm sure it's all other places big name influencers and youtubers and and other people in the community were calling this guy out and um to kind of give you guys an an idea why someone would do this um of course, if you're constantly on social media bragging about how your piece of plastic mm-hmm. is better than another, uh, people are going to assume that you don't have a life. And you get the situation where this person felt threatened enough or hyped up enough, you know, hyped right. up and in the moment where, <laughs> uh, okay, let me explain to you guys. I have uh, three really good friends that live next to me that are CRNAs. They're, they're, uh, a nurse anesthetist and their job is when you come into the hospital, they give you an IV, they give you the correct medication. They um, put you to sleep and they put a breathing tube in. So, and they stand there and they monitor you supervised by an anesthesiologist. So I think this guy is, is a nurse anesthetist. 
And it's a very, very important job. You have to talk to the patient. You have to know everything about what they can or can't have, right? It's an important job. And once you get them under and they're being worked on by the doctor, you can hang back. But he was in the OR. And this yeah. moment came to him where he wanted to brag about his profession to show that he was better. Because this All guy right. went to six years of school. He went. He did a residency uh, in hospitals and doctor's offices. And he's worked for I don't know how many years in this profession loaded with ethics classes and training and still thought this was the moment yeah. to console war. Yeah, this, it, it, this definitely puts a, a strange light on the console war um, to the fact that he just, you just said all that stuff and, and, and in a blink of an eye, he, he jeopardized everything, you know, uh, he jeopardized his job. He jeopardized his, his license. I would think, um, he jeopardized the customer's information. The person could say that they were doxxed or they could sue him for, for just doing that. And his, his, his claim is, I got permission. I got copyright permission. Mm-hmm. You don't get copyright permission. What are you telling the... Uh, he a, said he patient. had hospital and patient consent ahead of time. Yeah, they were part of the console. Anybody who's laying know? down, getting their their stomach, you know, inserted for a gallbladder <laughs> removal this is, is what not. They want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, you know, I listened. It got a little bit larger. We'll take it out, but but here's the real thing. Just yeah, sign yeah. this because we got to get uh, Xbox. Uh, we got to get the Xbox, you know, uh, on the console war. So don't worry yeah. about the mask. Don't worry, we'll take it out. Just, just sign this, though. Just all right. X, uh, you know, we're gonna make fun of Xbox, and I'm gonna say that uh, I'm in the in the in the room. I'm gonna show you a thing and to show it's real, and and just yeah. sign that the dotted line. Yeah, like come on, like it, it, this whole thing is it's it's funny in a way, but it's also sad in a way because it's really it sad. Just goes, it just goes to show you how far people will go. Yeah, there's another layer of it, Tim. Uh, the next day, people he showed the form, so everybody knew exactly what hospital he works in, and what country, and what city. So people went on to Google and started one starring the re- the uh, re- the uh, hospital and calling him out for console warring and and violating the patient confidentiality. So where he is, and Tim and I won't get into all the details, and anybody who. I guess really wanted it again, they could do it, but where he lives, they don't have HIPAA because it's not in the U S but there is something very similar uh, in that country. So just a really, he, he gave an apology video and I listened to it this morning. I was like, you know, it immediately reminds you that we're all humans and behind, you know, the hiding behind the dual sense five or the Xbox controller. There's always a human that has a family or has, you know, loved ones. And we have to remember that, but, then again, when it comes to console wars, uh, we all dabble the occasional little jokes, or you know, like I like to make my jokes with my friends on the side, like in their comments or the replies, because like we have fun with it. But there is a human behind it, and that's kind of a yeah. He made a really bad judgment call, really bad. Listen, man, I, <laughs> I've you know, been said that I was. Just, I, I've been. <laughs> I've been said that I've been a part of the console war, but uh, you know yeah. I know better. To, uh, you know I know better, and uh, you know you, you just gotta know better in that situation. Uh, I, and I don't even know. I, I don't think that you could even you can. You know he has to be suspended. I would think. You know I don't want him to lose his job. And you know Hazardor was online. He's like, well, Tim, you're being too wrong. He screwed up. He has to do this, man. And I thought about it, 
And I'm like, even though he's annoying me that he's coming back at me like this, and I like Hazador, he's right in yeah. what he's saying. Like, this isn't, you know, you're dealing with somebody else's life and their their information. You're also dealing with the whole entire reputation of the hospital. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. It's it, there's a lot of things that you have to take into account. And I don't know. It's just listen. Let's be honest. The Sony guys, the Sony guys have been a little crazy, crazier. I would say this generation for some for some odd reason. Whether it was because they were so dominant and making fun of Xbox, and there was no for eight you know, or ten years, ro- yeah, yeah, and it, and it got to the point where it was like a slam dunk every day. Ha ha ha. Xbox has no games. Mm-hmm. To where Xbox comes here and there. You know, kicking kicking teeth in, and you know you see what they're doing, and then they're crying monopoly. So uh, it, it's a total uh, one eighty of what was going on, and um, you know some of the things I guess are are are, are you know uh, you know breaking at the seams at this point. I don't know what to say. You that that stuff really can't be. I mean, that you could have an you could have a mainstream article wrote about that like i could see like uh i'm surprised uh, it hasn't i it might might very well but like you know i mean it's just you you gotta have some it would have been sense there it would have been one thing if he was on camera and he turned and someone's like you could see the operating table and you could tell a patient was laying there that's comp you know patient confidentiality and you could flip out but this video was like 20 seconds and he turned and he put the camera clearly on 95 percent of the form with all the information and uh, you, you can say you know if if jeff jimala was laying there and the, whatever the guy's name is laying there in the table and you can say right. oh you can't tell it's him you can't see his face you can just tell there's a body there they're working on right um but that person's information's on the form and and when if mm-hmm. that gets back it's really really bad and you know what tim i um we, we don't we won't dwell on this too long but i really hate to see the personal attacks that are bleeding into what was normally a my team is better than your team thing and I, yeah, the personal it's, attacks it's, have gotten exactly. worse and worse yeah so, it just seems to get a little little vitriol i guess if that's the word it's like it should be a little bit listen in my day and age when i used to go back and forth with whether major nosts you know, Xbox executives would read it, but I always knew that there was somebody reading it and that I couldn't, right. you know, you can't go over the line. I mean, yeah. there there are times, I, I, listen, I've been posting on social media for a long time and I've had maybe one moment where I, I said something and I and I apologized and I took out, I, I, I said I was wrong for it, but, you know, um, you know, you can't, you got to keep your composure, you know, and, and not, and really stop, you know, trying to, whatever you're doing, you're taking it too far. You got to settle down. This guy definitely yeah. has learned a lesson. Yeah. It's just, it's just how, how far, how far reaching and how much damage he's done is another story. And at this point, you know, uh, you know, I just, I just would tell anybody, uh, both sides just chill out a little, you know. There's a there's a lot more things going on in this world right now, um, especially lately. I mean, this past things. couple of yeah. years, you know, and exactly. um, our our lives like collectively are always pretty rough. Like 
it, we have great days, right? But we, it, life isn't easy. And um, yeah. when you sit, when someone's knee jerk reaction over console war is to make a personal attack, you know, that person's super volatile. And um, I really hope this works out for him because it doesn't do any us any good. Like it's not a witch hunter. Or anything. Yeah. It's just, um, Lesson learned. No, we understand it, it, that. Listen, I mean, listen, there's always to take this t- stance here. And I saw that from the replies. But yeah. for me personally, I would hope you would learn the lesson. Um, but I can't say, you know, listen, if that was my company, I'd probably want, want the guy fired. I'm going to be honest. Like, but I don't want I don't want anybody to lose food out of their mouth or, yeah. you know, and maybe but I would be the worst cop, I think, because. I would feel bad. I, I always felt like remorse and, you know, I would be like, hey, just go. You know, you can't do that in life sometimes. Sometimes you have to yeah. have a concrete consequence for something that went way awry. And at this point, you know, it is what it is. We we covered it. It's, it's funny, but it's sad in a way. And, you know, just to maybe a reminder to the, the communities, just realize that uh, it, this is all just uh, fun and games. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's uh it's just kind of gotten worse, but there I think this guy needs to just like chill out, like knock his uh, account offline for a little while and uh, wait for the exactly. heat to cool down. Hopefully every he makes it through it. Like he said he has a wife and a kid and there there are high stakes. There's super high stakes. Mm-hmm. Him outside of just like if an exclusive is coming out and and we we are going to get into this now because there are a bunch of games that are uh kind of not coming out they are coming out there's a there's some new surprises we're gonna get into that i've got some super chats yeah we're gonna dr turd has run his course uh, i hope so uh it's so crazy uh, <laughs> moby with the five dollar super chat says Cole, thanks for always having top-notch guests on XSC Podcast. Everybody hit that like button. Thanks, Moby. I like talking to Thank him you. on Xbox Live. He's a good dude. And, of course, Tim's best. Nightwolf3186 with the $5 says, How's it going, fellas? Colt, Tim, great to see you guys tonight. Looking forward to tonight's show. Curious about this comic IP game, which we'll get into in just a few minutes. And Clutch Man one with the $5 says, Thank you. Thank you. He says, People forget the Double Fine should be working on another major project. Now, Psychonauts 2 is out. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm interested to see. Um, we don't know much about that. Tim, you remember what the uh, Double Fine game is or what type of game it is? I, I think it's a new IP, AA, uh, AA direction. Um, it's going to probably be awesome. Tim Schafer is one of the most unique and uh, talented developers there's only like one Tim Schafer. There's there's no duplicate. So uh, I think that whatever he does, it's going to be awesome. But I heard it's a new IP yeah. double A. Yeah, and it's and it's a multiplayer game, so it's probably going to be like get your four friends on the same screen. I'm not sure. Like he does uh-huh. these quirky games. Remember Tim Schafer molded the whimsical games of the Lucas Art era, uh, the Day of the Tentacle, the um, Monkey Island games. Like he comes from the pedigree mm-hmm. of of those games. So uh Psychonauts 2 really surprised me because I didn't like the first one all that much. So yeah, that's awesome. Uh Philippe Prito with the uh with the two dollars says happy birthday Gaz. Halo is awesome. We're also going to talk about Halo on the show today. Tim and I have a lot to say about the state of Halo. Um let me look at my topics here before I jump in. 
Um, we will get in that in just a minute, but we've got one more subject before we get into that. Tim, I want to talk to you about Stalker 2. Uh, it saw a major mm. delay, and now it is yeah. delayed indefinitely. Would that be the yeah. word to use? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, so, they're, uh, they're, I actually... Uh, I know that 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 you know the war is affecting everything. It's affecting Xbox as well. And there's they had teams. I don't believe not only in you. They had teams in Ukraine of their own, and Microsoft had you. You know, and they also had the stalker. So those things are basically. I didn't ask about that, but I was I was responded to a question like, "How are things?" And it was like two years of a pandemic and a, a war right after it. Uh, teams are Jeez. affected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, listen, it's probably it's probably going to be until the, you would think that. How could you work under those conditions? First of all, you can't. Yeah. There's no way to physically work. So. Um, I think that's off the table for at least until the war will dictate it. If if the war goes on, and I'm thinking it's going to be a, uh, it could be a three month, four month thing. You probably uh, get the game probably in if if like that's be a full year later. Yeah, like release. yeah. I, I my opinion on the war, and this is totally opinion, is is that it's going to go long. So it could go a whole year. It, it could go. Who knows? But until that ends, that's when those teams can start working and re- reestablishing the game. I'm sure they're working in like maybe a, a 10% case, but these people are actually. Or if they even are. Through. I mean, they're they're in Kiev. Uh, Kiev or yeah. Kiev? Yeah. That's, I don't know how you say that. That's but the that's the, that's yeah, the place right. in Ukraine everyone's been talking about since this all started. So right. I, they can't do anything. Um, so basically, with where they they are, the men that 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 are there, they probably have a rifle in their hand right now. That's the reality yeah. of it, and they're probably you know uh, well embedded in. They're fierce fighters. I, I listen to the courageous, courageous. All their boxers, from Usyk to mm-hmm. um, Lamanchenko. Uh, they just said, "I'm not doing anything else. I'm going to fight for my country," and they're in you. They're in you. They're in Kiev probably right now. So that just goes to show you the the the, the heart that these people have. Um, but that's all as far as anything other than that. And, and they 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 have a horrible time right now dealing with what's going on. Uh, the game itself, yeah. Uh, if, if we were to talk about that, and it's you know. It is what it is. It that comes second nature. So just figure when the wars, when the war or this becomes resolute, or there's some type of resolution here, um, and hopefully that gets done sooner than later. But if there is something that happened there, um, then uh, you you can see it, it ramp up. So uh, like I said, if it, if it, say if they got a resolution in June, um, they probably start working in July. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sure it's different everywhere. Um, the chat is like we don't normally talk about anything that's like political, and uh, I run, I try and run a clean show, 
like you're you're cool to use certain language but if you can kind of like uh sugarcoat a little bit that's cool and and then the chat moderators like it's i don't know there's different ranges of of ages that are here and i guess people have different ideas about language but i like to use <laughs> alternative words <laughs> for fun but i i totally get the passion like uh people were saying they're tough uh, and, you know, the, like a thing. Well, what like did that. I like say? What did I say? That what like did I say? That was... tough, MF, tough MFers. Like, yeah, I get, I get it. It's great. Yeah, just like, uh, just censored a little yeah. bit. Just keep it on the PG thirteen. You guys are so. Did great. I say that? I, I didn't. No, say no, no, that no, though, no. Right? I was talking about. I was talking about the chat. Like, chat's amazing. Oh, like, okay. but, <laughs> but they're speaking from their chest, man. And I totally get yeah, it because we're it's in tough times. Like, we all around the world. We've been going through this two year pandemic. We're hoping everybody's going to make it okay. You know, all the tough things go along. And then around the mm-hmm. world, there's other kinds of hardships. And we cling on to video gaming. This is like where our favorite thing is, is where Happiness. we get our release. And then you play Elden Ring and you get your butt kicked over and over. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ukraine are tough people. They're, uh, they're going to get through this. Uh, so many great talent uh, in Europe and all over on the other side of the world. Like there's talent everywhere making great games. And we are lucky recipients of these people who pour their guts into these yeah. games so yeah like phil said right don't weaponize it you know give, give respect exactly to yeah you know and this is very serious stuff and you know the developers there uh like i said it's not only the developers for for that game it's the microsoft has some people there too so it's really yeah. uh this is a really tough time and yeah I, it is uh, you know a, t- a tough subject but um the, that's the reality of it but in the end if they listen if they if they took a year release just make it even more epic you know what i mean i, I have a lot of uh a lot of uh you know uh, anticipation for that game i think they're gonna make that game special yeah i do too um another thing that wasn't expected tim was that the deal with russia and ukraine like there are a lot of people mm-hmm. over on that part of the planet yeah that are creating product that makes mm-hmm. its way into the consoles and yeah. as a gut punch this is another reason why supply is yep. constrained. oh yeah uh-huh. and it's making it worse i can't i mean i've got yep. brian harris here in the chat brian harris and i've been talking every single week in dms about him finally trying to nail down a series x for a year and a half tim he finally he actually bought a series s a couple months ago and then he was at best buy and was able to get a series x uh through all access i think it was brian that said when he was up at the register a guy came up to him goes i'll give you 650 for that bro and he's like nope um so it is really difficult people are trying to just get that console they want um it's going to be Have like that about till this? 20, yeah, I heard. And it's going to be past 2022. It's, it's oh, far gosh. gone. Like, listen, like I, like I said, the people I talked to were very down. And it was yeah. because, you know, it, this affects people. You know, there's, you know, uh, you know, think about it from somebody in, in that position that has friends there. And, you know, and, and now even on a personal level, they have to deal with this. It's affecting the console business. It's affecting the bottom line. It's affecting all their plans. You know, they want to have, they want to hit their, hit their, you know, uh, projections, but there's no way to protect this. Now at this point, listen, we might be paying, uh, listen, I, 
it, you can't. The whole supply line is probably going to get even worse right now until mm-hmm. something breaks. <laughs> so you're talking about well into 2023, maybe 2023 holiday, in my opinion. I believe another analyst just came out and said, yeah, it's going through 2022. This is crazy, yeah. but... You know, at this point, you know, I you just have to take the news and 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 grin and bear it. I, I'm still looking for a PlayStation Five. Every Thursday, I go to Walmart, buy me on my ride ride home. I might stop in there tomorrow. I have my credit card ready. I want to get GT Seven and yeah. I want to get PlayStation Five. I have the HDMI ready. I can't find this thing. And then I go no. on StockX and it's like seven hundred. I'm like, no. So. I you know I do want to get a PlayStation Five now, especially for the for GT Seven, which looked amazing. But I mean, after a while, some of the screenshots I, I made me scratch my head with that game. I'm yeah, gonna I was going to say, does it? Uh, I have that in the topic list. Let's dive right into GT Seven. We'll we'll pause that. Let me grab a couple super chats here because I do sure. want to talk about GT Seven because it's been a wild ride for for that franchise this week. Um, we got, uh, let's see. Oh, here we are. <laughs> Sean the Bree in the chat. Hey, Sean the Bree. He's also moderating. He's amazing. I saw him, uh, slapping some wrists and, uh, giving high fives at the same time. He's amazing. Sean Ogle with the $2 super chat says, when will Xbox get its graphics update upgrade update? Uh, that's kind of an inside joke as far as, uh, using the words update upgrade, but, um, yeah, we just need to get out of cross gen. I I've covered this quite a bit yes. last week. Um, Tim, you've talked to some of the higher ups about, uh, how right now all these games we've been playing were already created like before the series X mm-hmm. Scarlet and PS five were fully conceptualized and tied down for architecture. So how do you explain this to people who are wondering what's going on with the performance? Well, just like you said, it wasn't coded for next generation machine. Also, like in Elden Ring's case, it, it's a lead platform. Uh, and basically, it's GPU grunt that's being taken down faster by the PS5 with its faster speed of its clock for the GPU, which I believe it's, what is it? What's the speed on it? I don't know. It's fair. It's like 2.3 versus 2.4. Xbox. Yeah, 2.3, yeah. Yeah versus Xbox in 1875, but what's not encountered in Xbox has, uh, you know, it has a suite of all the features of RDNA 2, and people don't want to, like, people think this is a joke, but they have VRS 2, which is a full RDNA DNA 2 feature. Um, that is showing 30% on the latest update on games, 30% uh, optimization uh, so when you have games coded with VRS2, let's think of the next Call of Duty, um, and PlayStation doesn't have it, they're going to probably be running in a, a, a resolution probably like 15, 1600, and Xbox would probably, you know, uh, you know, 18, 1800, and yeah, probably yeah. would have better frames. Uh, and just be uh, show show off more of the power show off more of the power. Also, it has. I'm sorry about the dogs. Also, it has. Um, uh, it you has direct ML. machine learning. Yep, yep. It has direct ML. Uh, it has Xbox velar- velar- uh, velocity. Uh, yep. Uh, you know, so those things that haven't been coded or even been touched. Basically, you're going 
you know, uh, a game that's uh, a system that's very powerful, PlayStation 5, and uh, Xbox Series X, which is more powerful. But the reason why you're having some of these discrepancies is for things that we, we stated, faster GPU. It basically, you know, and this is what I was told, too. It wasn't, this isn't yeah. really coming from my mind. It's coming from, hey, I, I have a you question. You and I here. were in a very privileged party chat one night uh, with a mysterious yeah. person, right? Super resolution, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, like, so uh, people are like, why in the heck is who the Xbox Series... Yeah, someone who would know was talking about, you know, people griping about 1080p on a Series S like that that narrative or that discussion or that complaint is going to uh, go, go away. away. Yeah, um, it is yeah, crazy. Super... And I've tried to explain to people like these games we've been playing all year have absolutely been built with the Xbox one and PS4 in mind. Like they didn't know yeah. all they certainly, there's no way that would they know that the series S and X would have the full RDNA two suite when they started building them three, five, mm-hmm. two years ago. No, so like, exactly. yeah, this is, this is, um, is that this is that growing in? period. Yeah. That you go through the difference is, um, the, the PS4 also, and super resolution, similar. not to, not to interrupt, but what that conversation my big takeaway was the super resolution, which at that point was being tested. Um, and you'll probably see some of it uh, later on. But the super resolution is going to be a real big game changer. Um, you're going to have those games using VRS, super resolution. Your game will look 4K, but it'll you know be running 60. It might That's even cool. have ray tracing. Yeah, that the super resolution is going to really make Digital Foundry's job difficult. Um, yeah. Because there are many instances where super resolution looks better than native resolution because it cleans up the image so well, frame by frame. Um, I think Digital Foundry's really going to love this stuff. They're re- they they wow, love yeah. they love the challenge. So um, yeah, yeah, we're excited. But that answers that question, <laughs> Sean. Thank you so much. We kind of dove into that a little bit. Um, Yodana Kazada with the two dollars super chat says you he made me laugh while you were talking like 20 minutes ago when we were talking about the do- Dr. Cringe. Dr. He Strange. said you can't spell gallbladder without two L's. So yeah, that was uh oh all oh, the fun we have. Chris R, thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. So just saying, if I was one on that operating table, the first thing I'd be doing is suing his rear end for making it about everything except my health. Can you imagine yeah, uh, if he accidentally right. put like a dual sense five back in there instead of, you know, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure the guy is fine. You know, uh, in his position, he's just supposed to monitor the guy, but you gotta, you gotta do your job. We all need to do our job. You know, uh, Philippe Preto. Thank you so much for the $2. I, I'm not saying that very well, uh, but thank you. It says console war is hell. Yeah. And then Hargy Chani, he, he just rolls in. Uh, I was talking to him today. He says, hey, Colt, Tim Dog, we haven't chatted in a while, bro. And uh, you know, we talk all the time. He's Great amazing. guy. He's so good. Thank you. Um, he helped me with the giveaway. Thank you. And it's because of that um, that Hargy and I got to talk for the first time on chat because he was helping you get a series x out for a giveaway 
for your 50,000 followers on Twitter. I just can't believe mm-hmm. I say that number. Uh, let's let's yeah. get into the, into the next topic here. Everybody wants to talk about this new spy team game, which I'll get into in a minute, but we got to address Halo Infinite. It has been an absolute uh, disappointment ride this past mm-hmm. month or so. The game has dropped off on Steam, not so much on Xbox, but on Steam PC, where it had a major audience, it's dropped off sharply um, because the offering is not enough to keep people going on. Uh, Tim, can you kind of get people up to speed of where Halo is sitting and what they announced for Season 2? Yeah, actually, um, I have some information on that. Um, basically, what happened with that, I think, or from what I heard, is that when they uh, completed the game, the the whole team was exhausted. They hit a deadline that they feared that they wouldn't make. Uh, At they Christmas. Worked, yes. Um, they worked even, even the weeks after that. Uh, all the contract help left, and there's a rumor that the reason why it's called Lone Wolves is because of the the – the devs that picked up the season one were only three in the room, uh, a room of 50. Now there's only three people left. Uh, but uh, basically what I'm hearing is, is they're retooling, re-gearing, re- re- and they have uh, a really exciting timeline. Um, it's just about making it. Um, can I say that like people are happy? Uh, I'm sure that, that Xbox, you know, uh, their people are probably, uh, you know, they, they see what's being written. They see what's going on. Um, you know, so I'm sure that they're, they want to have some, uh, you know, progress here. But uh, if you read what Joe says, too, he says he mentions healthy and talking about getting the, the content going. Once they get the train going and they, they get people, more people back and they get, and they get the, you know, uh, they get this out in season two, I think. Uh, I think season three will be a real big one with Forge. And I think that'll probably be the holiday. Oh. And I th- I think that they can rekindle a lot. Listen, these these free-to-play games go away for a while, then they come back. Um, the one thing, though, also, it's doing well on Xbox. And the reason is is because Xbox is different than the PC. Console's different. This is one of our Especially free-to-play games. competitive shooters, yeah. like... The right. PC crowd on the biggest game, Call of Duty, is not as big as they are on console. So, yeah, right. it hasn't dropped off in as much as popularity on Xbox. But uh, we got to talk Steam about down, yeah. what happened, Tim. I want to know what happened. Like, a lot of people in the chat are like, they had a year delay. They had an amazing launch. Like, uh, what was it? Well, November? they they, they struck. Listen, they got by skin and teeth. That's That's the answer. They got by skin and teeth, and they got it done. And they got an 87 Metacritic, and the thing wasn't a disaster. But it was heading that way. And if it didn't get a lot of good things like Joe Staten and Pierre, Pierre and Pierre, the guy Pierre that was picked up, I heard he was very instrumental in in getting it back. This could have been a complete disaster. So I get it. They they, they, They delayed the game a year, and they should have had more time, but... They that's where they're at right now. I think that they kind of was a it was a, a development hell. They got through it and they were all exhausted and everyone needed to refresh and yeah. people needed to retool. 
they needed to get more people on the project, they had to organize it. And basically, Joe's is is back again. And if if there is if this if if there is a problem, he's cleaning up the mess again. And I do think that he's going yeah. to clean it up again. And I think that during the holiday, uh, you'll have a lot of happy Xbox Halo fans. Uh, next holiday. So yeah. Um we'll kind of get you up to speed guys uh tim and i are talking about season two of halo infinite which is kind of like, partially the rest of the full game we should have got it launched but still no forge but halo ca- campaign co-op which is integral to the franchise has been pushed not in the december release but pushed to may but not even to may they're talking end of that um end of that right season so august is when you'll be able to play i gotta ask the chat chat please let me know uh as you write uh are you interested in getting back to halo campaign with friends nine or ten months after you've already played the game so i beat the game twice let me know in the chat just say yes co-op or no i'm not no co-op uh if you're not interested because um I'm starting to wonder with all the games that are coming out, you know, and if we get mm-hmm. like a big like online beta for Redfall in the in the toward the end of the summer before the game comes out in the in the, in the late summer, like will I care about playing co-op? Uh, looks like the chat, a lot of the people in the chat are saying yes. Um, yeah, Tim, I'm, I'm big out, into that. When I think about playing with you or playing with dealer, Four people. And, yeah, Four, and using right? the uh, using the grapple. The way that I like honed it myself solo, us like showing off our tricks and just dominating massive fortunes. It would be and legendary. amazing. And yeah, legendary. Like, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, listen, uh, that, that has me. You know me. I've been saying, talking about that. I remember we were thinking it was two player, or I was thinking it was two player. And then dealers like, but there's four pods when you go yes. on to the thing. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah you're right. There's so four toilets. Four, there's there's four bagels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, if if they can get that, I, I, like that'd be cool. Like think about that. Um, yeah. I, listen, I, I, maybe I'm too soft on them. I, I got that from the Halo community. I understand you guys are pissed off, but I also yeah, don't like yeah. the fact that like the Halo community and a lot of YouTubers are like they ghosted the 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 community. And, you know, they're acting yeah. like they weren't going to acknowledge anything. Everything's going to get acknowledged, but, you know, you don't have to say that they're going to ghost it. They're not ghosting you guys. It's coming, but um, it might not be everything that you wanted as well. But I do think that in the end, Halo will uh, will, will write itself a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, got, well, I'm going to take this opportunity. They got to... Go ahead. I want to take this opportunity to arm wrestle you a little bit, Tim. Um, I'll kind of play devil's advocate. Hargit Chani says, thank you, Hargit. He's just calling it co-op won't come out until fall. Um, if they're saying August, yeah. at this be. point, I thought they would, if they're saying the end of the season, uh, that th- they mean it, that they'll finally have it. But I guess I can kind of see where he's coming from. Uh, I'm going to start off this this little discussion with you, Tim, by reading what, what Risk It for the Biscuit says. He's a... Uh, He's an awesome Australian guy. Talk to him in Xbox party chats. You got to get in there with him. He's a good dude. He says, okay. this is a tough one, but I, I, I agree with him a lot. And it's, it's a hard conversation to have because um, 
I met Bonnie Ross at E3. Very nice person. Very super smart. Has been leading massive teams and big things for a long time. He says Bonnie Ross had plenty of opportunities to right the ship. It's time for a change of leadership. Halo 5 had eight new maps at this point. Joe Staten should lead. So I got to ask you, Tim. Uh, Halo 343 has been surrounded by amazing people who have who've made great uh, Halo 4. They've done an amazing online sit- setup and system with Halo 5. And they had a great launch. But something is missing. I got to ask you, Tim, directly. What's going on with leadership before Joseph Staten is taken? Because he's got a great handle on 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 teams what what can you say it's been rough Uh, it hasn't been smooth uh i think that they're probably well aware of that um but i do think that they're you know they still have confidence in in her uh if they didn't i do believe they would move on Uh, i'm sure there's been this discussion internally uh to be honest She's a uh, Bonnie is is an icon in Microsoft in their eyes or like in, mm-hmm. in you know by by you know she was part of the team that they talked about that was Phil it was her I believe uh, ten other people that did nothing for like two years they were the gaming division um, for Microsoft when it was first talked about so she's come up through the ranks um, but she's had a rough go with it and. Uh, I don't know if it's if if it's because they've hired too much contract work, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that um, if if things don't improve, you could see a, a something happen, but or a restructure. But it just seems to me like when Joe comes in, he's like the guy that 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 uh, that can fix it, or he's ta- he takes it upon himself to fix it. He fixed the the campaign, and now maybe passion. he's he's. Yeah, but he's also he's probably knows what he's doing. He'll he'll, he'll say, "Hey, uh, Phil, I need fifty, uh, you know, uh, of this developer. I, I need this. I need programmers. I need that. I need to build a team." And I and I think that um, he'll, uh, being faced with what he was faced with before, he'll handle it. But if he doesn't and he can't, and they, they really are behind and they're getting this negative plus. Uh, maybe it is time for a change or a restructure. Do you, um, do you think of Staten as a – do you think of him as a closer? I think of him, like, coming to the mound. In well, the I heard inning. of Tim – yeah, I heard I heard also Pierre. I forgot his last name, but I heard Pierre was very instrumental in, you know, getting that chip righted. I mean, listen, we all remember yeah. that we saw that E3, and I was one of the few people that were like, I'm not crazy – upset about it but 90 percent of the community was like what the hell did we just see you know and and uh they they fixed it they fixed the structure i think they did a lot of things and uh they were from behind since then and they're still behind and then they got exhausted in my opinion and then they shut it down and this is the fallout what we're experiencing yeah and to put it in perspective guys you know this like i don't have to say it but the campaign was really good. It scored really well. The multiplayer beta and the first couple months of multiplayer were hot. People were st- – the, the whole thing came off really well, and it could have been a lot better. The game could have looked a lot better in visual-wise. 
it could have had a more robust ending. A lot of people were really happy with the game. So like 343 did launch a great product, but man, the problem, Tim, is people came in in November and December and blew the wheels off of that. They were banging on all those maps. There weren't enough maps. They just like wrote it until there was nothing left and they should have launched with more like they did with every other game. So they were mm-hmm. in a really tough spot. And I think like you've illustrated really well that they, once they came in with that content in the holiday, they were kind of like, man, this is all we, this is all we have. It's the, all we could get out in time. And people r- ripped through it so quickly and loved it. And the yeah. Halo fans deserve, they deserve more. Um, and they I know agree. what they can get. Yeah. And I love the community, and I think that it is awesome community, the YouTube community, uh, all the people that I've seen there. And, and I've seen, listen, I've seen the the this, the, the this, them disgruntled, and I get it, you know. But I do think that you got to give them a little a little shot here too. Um, as people have said, though, yeah, there this isn't this hasn't been uh, you know an easy process, and it's still not easy. And um, amongst other things, uh, you know, they have they have bigger concerns than that right now. I think at Xbox, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that that ties into the supply line. It ties to their brothers and sisters, their their family or whatever. There's people, the whole thing, uh, their workers and 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 the stalker team in Kiev and everything that's going there. That's that's a ton of stuff that's going on that's affecting things. Yeah. So uh, Halo is is there, but I don't. I think in different times it would be more focused. Get your alarm. <laughs> I was getting a massage. That was great. Um, I got to ask one more question, but I also got to reset for the audience. This is the XC podcast. I'm Cold Eastwood, and you're watching the show live on my channel. And I'm here with XCloud Tim Dog, a veteran of the gaming space and the podcast scene for Xbox, and a real true friend of mine. We've been talking about Halo and some delayed games. We're going to talk about some new games upcoming. If you're checking this out, it's on YouTube, but it's also going to be on demand audio for spotify google pocket podcast apple Podcasts, and a couple other places so thank you so much for checking that out it'll be there with timestamps when the show wraps here in a little bit but we've got some big stuff to talk about and before we end what's talking about halo because we could talk forever about what could be but the big question is tim is halo dead is tim dead let me let me kind of cover form on that one, because no. um, <laughs> people are asking like you know you've gone through these three or four months since the game is launched can you and hear it's me? dropping off. Yeah, I can hear you. So is is Halo dead? Because they've got a long way to go. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah, Halo dead? Yeah. No, no, no. Halo's not dead. Yeah. No, no. Halo's not dead. I think that it's more of a like I just said. It's. Uh, it would be more focused if times were better. It's just, it's one of their, pro- it's one of Microsoft's problems right now on the totem pole. Uh, it will get handled, in my opinion. You just, you have I to mean, have confidence I mean, is it a 343 problem? People and, ask ask me a lot. Is it 343 problem or is it an Xbox problem? I mean, yeah, I I, I, I think it's a 343 problem. Yeah, I think I at this too. point, yeah. You know, and, and if you really want to be honest, uh, you, you could say maybe they need to change in management. I'll, that's not up to me to say, 
you know, that's not my, that's not my pay grade. That's not, that's not, that's not um, thing, but yeah, it's, it, it should be it, considering the size and the amount of support. It should be going smoother. In my opinion, I, I got to ask or you guys, should've. I'll ask Tim in the chat. Um, do you guys think that three, four, three feels like the new kids and like, they're still intimidated that they've got this massive IP that has, millions and millions of people with an expectation they feel like they can't deliver and they're a little bit gun shy because i think they should be ready to like deliver but um i feel like they're a little bit afraid that they'll never please all of the millions and millions of fans that's a good point or is it is it is it is it a, a case of them um not really having the right culture uh involved and they have to work on that I, I don't know maybe they hired too many contractors and there's no uh you know there's no fluidity there you know mm-hmm. the, a lot of times you have people working on a game that's all they worked on it's not okay i had here i had, uh, this guy did the this is contract out that's contract out now all that stuff comes back to them and yeah it's it's it sounds like that 343 uh, has its well share of its struggles and probably will struggle, but I do think that uh, they they still have to be given the benefit of the doubt. They did get lucky with Halo Infinite, I think, and it is yeah, in, my, in my in 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 my opinion, the game is awesome. So yeah, you know, I'm looking well to the endless, and I know that we'll get some information on that probably next year but can't yeah. wait for that they've got two maps that people are going to be waiting months for which is really rough but uh, a lot of people yeah. are kind of like throwing their hands up sweeping business with the Os- yes they are um and i also feel like there's been a kind of a split where there's the angry uh not so nice fans demanding better and there's been such <laughs> yeah. a large amount of fans who are very constructive and yes. just ask three four three like look we know how much you know this takes a while but we really you know we need more biomes or we need we need a regionalization uh we need this through matchmaking there's a whole bunch of stuff that people are asking for mm-hmm. sleeping vistas with australian fall dallas super chat says so well he says fortnite had a rough start apex legends had a rough start call of duty warzone had a rough start the sea of thieves had a rough start all yes. had rough starts Yes, and this is – we weren't even going to get into I, delay Halo, but this is where I th- I've always thought, give no. your game another year. And I know that Halo had one-year delay, but it's very apparent that Halo Infinite should have come out with a two-year delay because Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 would have been amazing if they came out in 2019. I think those were – 2018 games yes because in 2019 there was so much better and if they would have waited people would have got a much better product that they paid for and don't tell me game pass because that's not an excuse uh thor odison with a two dollar super chat says do you see wb games on xbox in the future as far as an acquisition uh not in the near future tim people ask you this quite often wb or take two or uh elon musk being bought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think anything's going to get done until until this gets done with Activision. Yeah, if it gets yeah. done, uh, 
and they get away with it. Uh, not not that they get away with it because I do think they have a really solid, strong case, um, and they are not you know becoming a monopoly and they are not infringing on the market. Uh, I think they have a really strong case there. But let's just say they get off and they get scot free and there's no concessions other than maybe Call of Duty going to PlayStation, yeah. which a couple IPs or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're not going to hear anything until that because they don't want to draw any red flags and it's a 67 billion dollar uh deal. yeah with like th- three three billion dollars riding on if it falls apart like if if it falls, falls uh, apart. we talked about it with Hoglaw. Hoglaw was on my show yes, and he talked awesome. about how if something happens and xbox has to default they xbox has to pay activision blizzard I'm rounding to like a two to three billion dollars, and if Activision messes something up or backs out, they have to pay Xbox or Microsoft three billion dollars as like a service fee. So both teams are quietly trying not to rock the boat so that they can get what they yeah. want, and they both I, want this deal to close. As things go on, um, it's looking better. As far as listen, three four three has so many problems. They had a person have a suicide. Um, they had yeah. toxic uh, workplace. Uh, all these things about Kotig. They're in need of a of new. They're in yeah. need of being taken. They're in need of being taken over. And I think that that's really going to play tax uh, to Microsoft's advantage. I think that the, the deal is going to get done, and it'll probably get done earlier than June, probably March. And when it happens. That's when you'll see the big Xbox exhale because I think that's their this that's their main part of the plan right now. If they get Activision in two to three years, in my opinion, they'll be number one easily. Uh, will wow. they be a dominant yeah. one? Uh, no, but they'll be there. That's just my opinion. I mean, Xbox um, kind of is dominating many aspects of the gaming industry in a lot of right. ways, and that kind of drives people crazy that expect. That some other company is always going to dominate. Nintendo's always going to dominate the the money and the sales and and the the consoles, right? And then yeah, it's crazy. But it's cool to see Xbox leading the industry and leading where consumers are going and what they can yeah. enjoy. It's been absolutely phenomenal. We got to talk about this new game from Bethesda and Roundhouse Studios. But before we talk about that, I got to ask you about. Uh, I put out a critical tweet the other day i don't know if you saw it tim but i said that xbox needs to reach out to their 20 plus studios and ask anybody if they have anything ready they want to show for a small late spring show before e3 in other words i think xbox should shoot to have three to four shows per year instead of just jumping into the keelys right you and i talk about this a lot i think that xbox should have a spring or late winter show june e3 show and then an xo at the end of the year and then you know jump into the keelys but people got really mad and said that xbox shouldn't be pressuring their studios to show stuff they're not ready but i mean i said in the tweet i opened it up in the very first sentence seven words in ask if they have anything ready to show so before i ask you about this xbox is hiring right now for a broadcast show director so what is the future of Xbox's 50 plus projects and how they're going to communicate that. 
It's going to be probably what you said um, or that, that think tank that you just, just spat out there um, is exactly what they have to probably do or have one huge show and or have two huge shows. And um, you also have to realize they have the indie show. So you're going to probably talk about four shows. They have the idea at Xbox want, show. Yep. Yes, they have the idea at Xbox show. Then they're going to probably have uh, – they'll probably space this out. And I don't think E3 is – written in stone anymore um at least for this year but uh they want to tell the stories i talked about this on another podcast um if you remember that uh documentary they had on youtube um or uh-huh. whatever that 20 was year. Uh, yeah yeah that was done really well right they want to have that type of emotion coming out of these shows i believe uh they have a lot of stories to tell they have a lot of predominant developers like todd howard Tim Schaefer, uh, you can go on and on. You go, uh, Dadi, uh, I don't know how to say his name from Hellblade. Uh, some really yeah, interesting pers- he's awesome. people. The guy, yeah. the guy from, the guy from Compulsion, brilliant, brilliant guy. Had him on mm-hmm. a podcast back in the day. Um, there's a lot of stories to be told, a lot of games to be shown, a lot of uh, stuff to be, uh, you know. Uh, basically put out there so that that critical tweet is actually a a a fine tweet because they're trying to figure that out right now and they want to have somebody uh like handle all that and plan have three shows uh and or or whatever and and you know put these developers see who can do what when they can uh, deliver uh a a demo or or it's a type of trailer supposedly takes 28 days for a studio to do that so they can plan it. I'm sure Compulsion might have something ready. Um, but, yeah, uh, there's going to be, I would say, three to four shows that are coming where they usually just had, you know, three. I could see I could see definitely four or something, you know, they, they could have a show with the amount of stuff that they – they, they they leak on these stupid Mondays, you know what I mean? Where it's like out of nowhere, they're they're they're, you know, they have this big 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 announcement. You know, they could also have shows for them. So that was a really positive thing that I, I that that listing, um, it shows you that they have a ton of stuff and they know it. And now they're they're actually saying, hey, we got to now facilitate this. We got to plan this out. And yeah, uh, that's in my opinion, that's what you were doing with that tweet, and that's what they're doing right now. They're think tanking it, uh, they're probably going to get somebody who's really good at it, and 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 you know, they'll run the show, yeah. Because the inside Xbox, you and I were like really ingrained in, in the, the monthly show, and that was just too much, right? There was always expectations are always just absolutely slaughtered for inside yeah. Xbox, but. Yeah. I, and I and I, I get you, chat. Like some of you are like, they don't want to push their developers. They need to give them breathing room. They need to make sure that they're taking time because to get a vertical slice of gameplay ready for the show t- can take like a lot of pipeline. Twenty eight days, I was told. I heard it. Yeah, that the team shuts down a, a month, days. right? That's what. But yeah, um, that's what I heard. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a big ask, but. The reason why I brought that up, Tim, is we've seen the graphic that Cloberill built, I think it was Cloberill, that shows 50-plus games in the works. 
And if you reach out to all those studios, you're definitely going to have five or six teams to say, yeah, we've got something we can record. Like we've got this one set of the level. We can record three minutes of that. We can have our head developer voiceover and say, this is the type of game that we're building. And we want you to feel in this world. We, we want the combat to make you feel powerful, like, and just make a little three minute thing. And then you get somebody to edit it all together. It could be really incredible. I talked about this last week with Miles Dompierre. He's a big proponent of them having more events, but it's regard regardless of what yeah. I'm saying, what Tim's saying, Xbox is already looking into having more frequent events, and um, actually, they could That's really they could really just throw one in the pipeline because I know you guys are talking about E3. Tim brought it up. The chat kind of was saying Xbox is going to do their show in June every year. I'm pretty sure. I mean, whether there's an E3 or not, Xbox is going to have their game mm-hmm. showcase so and, and i'm gonna call it e3 i'm gonna call it the xbox e3 show forever uh, because that's basically what it is but they're gonna do that and if they throw something in uh extra because xo is just on hold uh, i also talked to tim you and i were on party chat with someone who's in the know at xbox someone who's in charge of this stuff that said they want to come back to e3 they want to do things like xo they want to do fan fest they want this stuff and the fans are asking for it. So it's just lining those things together. Right. You remember this conversation when Forza yeah, Horizon 5 yeah. came out? Of course. Yeah. They, they, they were hit with Omnicron. Yeah. They were planning to have like, they were probably planning to be like returned to normal in like, like December obviously was the month that Phil was trying to lock down Activision, but there were also talks, uh, you know, uh, in like I would say uh, November, December, where it was a foregone conclusion, Phil was going to have uh, fans there. They were excited about it, you know. Um, probably a fan fest, and then we got hit with Omicron, and that totally scared the hell out of them. That they called off this year's E3. Now, in retrospect. And the reason why I say this is because E3 is planned from in January and it goes on right. throughout till till E3. So when they made that decision, it threw everyone for a loop. And they're still yeah. throwing themselves for a loop because if they didn't make that decision that day and they held held, held out maybe three more weeks and the way the way the, the COVID is going. They could have probably had their show with FanFest. I mean, we talked about this pre-show. Uh, you know, mass mandates are going uh, away all over the place. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's getting close. And, and I think they jumped the gun there. So uh, I don't know. They'll be at E3, but it's going to be digital. And I know that Phil is was hold, still holding out hope that he wants fans. He 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 wants energy. He um, wants them in front of him when when they do yeah. the announcements, right? Even yeah. even Jeff and Jeff acknowledged it because he liked my tweet. Uh, but Jeff Keeley uh, Keeley yeah. Keeley uh, said that they need more fans. Like I said, that they need more of the fans there, and, and that COVID thing really hurt that show. I felt like they could have had more of a fan presence, and I'm sure that next year that he will, but. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you have to have the hardcore fans there. You know, you can't just have industry. And, and Phil loves the hardcore fans. So 
Um, I don't know if they're going to have an E3 the way it was supposed to be, but they still might have an event in, in person, or they might just have E3 digital in-person event in September. Yeah, I mean, th- there's rumors that XO 2022 is a thing that is in the works, so that could be in person, but we may have to ride it out since we're just like finishing this year, um, still going through all this stuff. It's yeah. so obnoxious. Uh, LA Chargers fan, thank you so much for the $2. He said, when will Xbox show its power over the PS5? Ah, nay, my friend, nay. It's, it already is. Um, a lot of people have this perception that the PS5 outperforms when it's running at a lower resolution and there are drops here or there in different spots and uh, they'll hear things like Digital Foundry will say that the frame rate is, is more stable on the PS5. Um, I will tell you, uh, if... Chargers fan, if you uh, you're an, you sound like an Xbox fan, uh, you want to know if that's going on. If you are really worried about power differential, getting the best graphics, getting the best gameplay experience in your hand, it's very important. Uh, if you want to be able to have that conversation, it's very important to have the right display and all the right equipment. And I mean, you can get a really expensive VR TV, or you can get a monitor that supports variable refresh rate. These things are super important. When we got out of the 30 frames, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir, Tim, but when we got out of the 30 no, frames right. mode, we got into 60, where every game runs at 60 on the Series X. You want the best uh, performance. When you run at 60, you're, you're prone to screen tearing, and you're going to see drops more often. Instead of seeing something drop from 30 to 27, you're seeing bigger drops and more frequent drops because it's really hard on the on the hardware. But... It will it will come, and uh, developers are getting that brand new XDK and all those new instructions they have to follow. Keep in mind, I'll close it with this, Tim, because we've been talking about this for a year. Keep in mind that when a developer mm-hmm. makes a game for the PS5, they are following all the same procedures they did for eight years on the PS4. So they're able to just like go right through with very little obstacles. Not easy work, but they have very few obstacles. And then when they get on the Xbox. They're running into new procedures, new instructions, and they've already done the work building the game. They're just trying to get on the Xbox, and I don't blame them for going, you know what? Good enough, you know? Sure, it drops Mm -hmm. down to 55 frames. No one will notice until Digital Foundry makes a video, but we will see improvements. Thank you so much for the super chat. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel you, bro. I feel you. I've played with VRR, without, through Capture Card. It's so nice with VRR. Um, It's great. Uh, but some of these things cost money, but they need to fix it. Okay. Uh, true 77, a channel member seven months says, thanks for constantly pumping out the great show guys. When do you think we'll start seeing custom series S and X consoles besides that halo edition? Tim, do you have an answer for that? I kind of have one in my Hol- mind. Ho- I'm making it up. Holiday w- would be a, a good idea for that. I want to see. Do you think they're thinking about a Forza S- motorsport or a, or a Starfield console? That no one can buy. Starfield console would be awesome, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That Starfield would, wouldn't console. it? Yeah, that, I didn't think about that, but um, listen, I talked to somebody recently about Starfield, and when people talk about that game, they, they always say that they're blown away. So uh, awesome. I, I think that Star. I think people that are fans of Todd Howard are going to be in a real treat. And I do think it will get the red carpet pulled out. So, yeah, you'll it's probably see a, 
You'll probably see a Starfield Series X. Hopefully, you see a Starfield Series S because I think the S could really lend itself to some cool designs. I just but it hope be- they don't do what they did last generation. Like a lot of people really like that Minecraft One S, but you couldn't get it in an X. That's like, well, mm. I like you know. Mm, I hope they make they'll it probably both, have to but... they'll, they'll, they're going to do some cool stuff. I think. Um, yeah, but I, a Starfield Series X uh, seems right. Yeah. Um, Just because they're going to give that like the right button. treatment. Yes, the, I mean this is a this is a big deal. Like this is the real deal. Bethesda game. Like everyone likes to say Fallout seventy six. That one, like in the grand scheme wow. of their 25, 30 years as developers, that's an outlier. Uh, that's completely an outlier because I didn't like that game at all. And Todd Howard is all but apologized for that game without, you know, throwing his team under the bus that worked on it. But uh, Starfield is going to be something really cool. And uh, you're going to get those moments like people are with, with Elden Ring where they come into this world and they're like, I'm here. Uh, if you're having a good time and you're here enjoying the show, please show your support. Let's get up over 300 likes by hitting the like button. You guys are so amazing. I'm keeping an eye over here on the chat when I'm not looking into your beautiful eyes right here in the camera. Thank everybody. Thank Tim <laughs> Dog for being here. We got to talk about this these new games. Bethesda, because we were just talking about Bethesda, they've got this Roundhouse Studios. It's a smaller studio. But apparently they've been working on a comic book themed or comic IP franchise. Tim, does anybody know what is Gaz still awake right now? Happy birthday, Gaz. You're my best friend. Happy birthday, uh, Gaz. <laughs> we love Gaz. Does anybody know what in the world this comic? Because people have been begging for a comic game on Xbox. Well, what is going on with Roundhouse? I do not know. Uh, I just saw I saw the the saw the people talking about it. But I do know that Roundhouse, I think their latest job listing mentioned AAA and mentioned Unreal Engine. I'm not positive about that. But if that's the case, uh, that's really cool. Um, okay, and, here's what it says. Uh, uh, senior programmer at Human Head Studios. This person is uh, now working for Roundhouse Studios. He says he's worked with small teams for Unreal Engine 4. Um He's worked on all different gameplay systems for player movement, weapons, status effects, game mm-hmm. modes. But they say it's a four-player, third-person, over-the-shoulder uh, action-adventure shooter, but in a comic franchise, uh, cool. which could be anything. I, I don't know yeah. what that could be. We'd all be speculating on what this comic yeah. thing but could I be, like a that. shooter. Yeah, could it be cell shaded? I don't know. Another I don't know. Cartoon. Like, I, what is Roundhouse made in the past? No, um, they're very. They they were like very small. They were like when I remember when hearing when they went through all the studios, they were the one that like I shrugged, shrugged, shrugged aside and said, "Okay, I don't, they've done." Yeah, nothing. Roundhouse and uh, Alpha Dog. Mobile. Alpha Dog is a mo- mobile yeah. studio, um, right? Yeah, but Blair. Yeah, depending on how big games. the studios, it's hard to get information on them. But depending on, you know more how big of the scale the game is, on how many developers they have. Um, maybe Clobral has it uh, a listing of of them. But if they're like fifty to a hundred, or like fifty to seventy five, that makes sense. They would probably do something like that. 
Yeah. It wouldn't be AAA, but, you know, I mean, listen, at this point, Xbox has so many games, AAAs, AA's, um, stuff that, you know, people are going to beg that's, that stays multi-plat, uh, you know, but some are going to probably, like that game uh, Yabara talked about, uh, the survival game. Yeah, by, from, uh, uh, Blizzard. Yeah, the, I yeah. think that would be exclusive, right? That's um, what I, I've asked, like the Xbox Two podcast guys, Jez and Rand, and they're mm-hmm. kind of pointing at they would think that would be an exclusive. Still, um, right. it's going to be really dicey about what goes multi-plat and what doesn't. But it sounds like a couple big franchises might be the bone they throw uh, yeah. the FTC and the and the eyeballs watching. Yep. Yeah. So um, we did have a little a little more controversy in the gaming scene. Uh, Elden Ring has shocked the world and taken by storm. And everybody, st- like, you can't go on Twitter or s- social media out seeing someone saying, Elden Ring has the best open Love world it. ever. <laughs> it's so amazing, right? And people are just so yeah. enamored. But a DICE Battlefield developer and Gorilla Games that. Horizon Forbidden West developer were having a little twitter discussion about how the ui or the ux the user design in the game is so horrible um hold on I, i've got it here uh, i'll read it without that, yeah. saying their names um let me just get on my phone where is it but, yeah it was uh it was a little bit exactly. salty the fact that elden ring scored a 97 metacritic is proof that reviewers don't give a flaming poop about game UX. My life is a lie. Which is one developer, you know, griping about, like, a person who's the master of game UX, and then this game is so huge and people don't care. That's kind of funny, right? People don't care about that part. The game's amazing. It doesn't need an incredible UX. Um, the next person says, nor PC graphics, stability and performance, apparently. And then the Horizon sure. Forbidden West developer said, nor quest design really which is funny because uh the horizon forbidden west developer for grill games locked down his twitter account after getting flamed for that because um horizon forbidden west is a really good game but it doesn't do anything groundbreaking as far as quests you know Mm -hmm. go over there take out those enemies and bring me back that flower petal you know it's like that's every game does that so did you see this kind of little meltdown go on yeah, I saw it, and uh, you know, to be honest, I, it, it's an unwritten rule. You got to have some professionalism. With console war, people just don't have any uh, bone to pick, or they don't have a gripe in it, or have whatever that statement is. But this is like your fellow workers, so bad news. They should they the the they should get the the heat. And even though, listen, I agree with what the guy has said. Ninety seven. It probably it should be scored a little bit lower if you're going to be fair, but it's so good the game that I can understand why it got it. But it, yeah. it is un- it is it is unfair that some games get docked for stuff like that. Ori Ori in the Blind Forest two, uh, whatever uh, Ori two um, was one of them. Probably lost three points. Um, you know, it's good for one, not for the other. It doesn't make any sense. But if you're a developer, you got to really rise above that. That's, you know, it's like you don't do that. And anytime you do that, and it's it, it just looks really bad. And uh, I did see it, and I was just shaking my head. I was like, oh, 
Yeah, just, it looks bad. It looks bad on the on the on the Horizon developer because it looked like he was salty. Yeah, and um, about the you, Metacritic you, and everything. Got, yeah, the Metacritic, right? Because it's a ninety-seven, and uh, Horizon Forbidden West uh, dropped down to eighty-seven and back up to an eighty-eight. Um, but don't you think that something rose above with Elden Ring where people were able? You can love something so much that those little things like a few frame drops or not having the most amazing UI or um, UX mm -hmm. doesn't affect your score that it just, you give a game such a high yeah. score. I mean, it obviously is what you happened. love it that much. Yeah, exactly. But that, to be honest, that shouldn't, that's not fair because other games are, are judged on that stuff. And none of that's taken account for. Either you're going to have it as a, a, you know, a, a point of discussion and and or docking of points or not. So don't do it to other games and do it to, and let this game ride ride for it. Yeah. It's like the Forza Forza Seven was docked easily three points for microtransactions that they never even put in the game because everyone went bananas. And then you have GT7 that probably, I think it might be a little bit overrated by the way it looks. Um, yeah, let's talk I, about I that, Tim. Like, it's, it's, open up. Like, let's, you know, stretch, yeah, listen, stretch out I, a little bit. I, I don't know. Like, I, I saw I saw the pictures. I saw the videos. I saw all the, the side-by-sides. And there's no denying it. I don't care if John Linneman says, oh, uh, it's more, it has more, uh, it's more technically impressive. I love John, but my eyes uh, are going to speak for myself. And that is that the weird thing. Like, I know that Digital Foundry is amazing. They can hone in on what makes it technically amazing, but everyone takes a step back and goes, Really? Like, did you see the crazy taxi <clears throat> clip that was going around today where someone was driving a yellow car through like downtown Tokyo in Gran Turismo 7? And um, the game. I don't want to be mean, but it just doesn't look good. It's Shout out to you, Donna Cruzano, with the $5 super. You just gave a free Rockstar Waypoint codes in the in chat. Game Grab five. those, copy and paste them if you want. He's amazing. Thanks for doing that, buddy. <clears throat> I didn't know you were going to do that, but this chat is awesome. Um, Tim, Digital Foundry said that Gran Turismo Sport in 2017 was technically better looking in every way to Force Motorsport 7. But right now, people are saying... Most people are saying that's not true. Like Forza Motorsport you Seven, side by side, and and your eyes speak for themselves. End of discussion. Yeah. Everyone, even it's like everyone saw my tweet when I said it, and I've been kind of staying away from just the arguments. But bro, like that's it, 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 they're comparing it to cell phone games, and the cell phone game looks better. I mean, it's crazy. So People have been the gameplay, memeing the heck out of it. Yeah, I yeah. think that the gameplay aspect, uh, it's it's overrated. But I do think the presentation and the replay and the way they do everything is absolutely 10 of 10. But it's just that that core gameplay uh, is getting rivaled by an open. And, you, and I agree, you really can't compare both of them. But usually you would think the open world racing game would be you know uh be the game that looks worse and it, it yeah absolutely not do not 
do not put Forza Horizon 5 or 4 or 3 pictures up against Gran Turismo 7. It'll curb stomp it. Forza Horizon is on another level. It's one of the best-looking games of the entire generation. Um, Right. We got to talk about this other... But I, I wanted to make a point on that was we talked about all the stuff with the graphics. Okay, so it did do 88. Well, that's good. It's a return to form. Uh, you know, I'm sure they did yeah. some things good. Yeah. But they left out the transaction part. And three days after the review process comes out, cars are $40 that were $5 a week ago. Same car on GT Sport. So now you're buying the same car for $40. Total ported absolute, up last generation cars bullshit. with a uh, seven Micro times price hike or whatever it was, and that's Holy after smoke. the that's after the review process. So, in my opinion, for Forza should just do the same thing. Just announce it three weeks after. I mean, I mean, but I what like, did Forza Motorsport Seven have? What did Forza Motorsport Seven have for? Uh, they only had they in never, game. They never, yeah, they never launched it though. Yeah, they never, never launched. launched any. Yeah, they never did. It was still. that bad, and the community went crazy, and and you know they said it was too much grinding or whatever. They fixed it. Uh, you know they were very uh, you know constructive. They took a lot of constructive criticism, and then they, they ended up not even pushing it out there. And then you have something like this that went on with Gran Turismo, and like like I know for myself, I remember that whole thing. I'm like. There's a lot of so there's a lot of bullshit. Some games get away with things and others don't. Do you think that the fans will speak up and reverse those forty dollar cars back to five or ten dollars? Not that community. I mean, just let's let's be honest. X, <laughs> Xbox is everyone's saying they're in last place and 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 this we and literally that, took a we, double price hike for Xbox Live and turned it around in eight hours. As a community, exactly. Remember that, actually, yeah. And just with the Forza, they scared. They scared the 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 they scared the heck out of the the, the developers. They didn't even put the they never tried the microtransactions in the game because that's what uh, the Xbox community and everything say. Oh, your last place, you don't you're not spending the same money. Yeah, okay. Well, then why when anything ever goes down? The Xbox community by far gets things done. It's like like they could put it up and shout out to all the great fans and, and everyone that, that's why I love this community so much. You do something wrong or and you like with the, the Xbox Live, like you said, bro, that thing changed it changed in eight hours, but it was changed in, in like Three hours, really. It was getting so yeah, bad probably. that you, yeah. you, you know what I mean. Like they were just trying; they were scrambling. Took but, them the whole day um, to clean, sweep up the mess, and then get out a yeah. community message. Yeah, um, that'll teach you, right? That was a crazy day. Yeah. Um, it's not fun to make those posts, like, like because I, I cover all this Xbox stuff, and it's not fun to make a post like, "What the heck are you doing, Xbox?" But it really does make yeah. a difference. Yeah. But the, yeah. the GT7 stuff, like the Metacritic and the way people are... Uh, I put out that that bar graph uh, mm-hmm. that I shows that. how GT is kind of wavered down and now it's back up and, and Forts has always kind of been high except for one game. Um, 
it, it is quite interesting. Uh, I think we're going to see Forza Motorsport in 2022. And uh, that, that Metacritic is going to be a feisty freaking day. Like, are you, you're gonna, you, we're going to be doing Metacritic party that night, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, I'm expecting 90 material, especially if you're going to rate GT and you're going to set the market. It's, I look at it the same way as setting the market in the free agent market. And you set, you put that game, uh, that game is going to be the direct comparison. And it is absolutely going to trample it in, mm-hmm. in, in every aspect of the way. Uh, turn 10 has been, I think they'll achieve ray tracing in game. Um, in, that will be the game. real kicker if they can. If they get that, if they get that, it's uh, 90 Metacritic. And again, if they didn't have the microtransaction fiasco, uh, they would have been a ninety for the for Forza Seven. It was a, an I finished Forza Seven. I, I got the cup. It's an eighty-six. Yeah, uh, I finished all but two of the endurance races. I have every race checked off in Forza Motorsport Seven. Uh, you can only see part of it over here, but I have a, a track racer seat that they sent me through sponsorship. I've got a Logitech steering wheel over here, shifter, all everything right. And I played GT Sport to see if I wanted to buy seven. And I found out from Digital Foundry that the platform is almost identical to GT Sport. It's just a more bro- more, more robust game. And so I knew the feel uh, behind the steering wheel was not as dynamic, as exciting as I would expect. And when I played that old 2017 Force Motorsport 7, shifting through, driving around Nurburg on that thing, Forza is king. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. It absolutely is. Those guys are monsters. Those guys and girls over at Turn 10 and uh, especially at Playground. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Valorian in the chat says, Babylon Fallen is a 40. I think it's a 41 or 43 on Metacritic. People went crazy over Crossfire X. Um, It's been absolutely nuts. Uh, Let's talk about the holiday season. Today it was announced that Forspoken, a game by Square Enix, that's kind of like a. Um, it's kind of like bad a, news uh, for Forspoken. It's what? Bad news for Force of Forspoken. That yeah, touches. That touches Starfield. What you know? Yeah. Uh, did they give a date? They said October. I don't remember if there was a date, but it's kind of like a Final Fantasy type game. Uh, kind of looks like one. I don't expect this game to come to Xbox for two years, if at all. They may just never bring it to Xbox. That's uh, PlayStation likes to make sure that happens. Um, We got to talk about the holiday season. Uh, I'm going to start this off, Tim, by telling you, um, I think Redfall, I'm going to make a bold prediction about a Mm -hmm. delay. Okay. I am predicting that we are going to see a little bit of Redfall at E3. And they're going to announce uh, that they will be doing multiplayer betas. I think they might push that game into late 2022. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's delayed. But maybe it's just Bethesda and their group staying quiet until they're ready. What do you think we're going to see in the holiday Xbox versus PlayStation? Um, I think you're going to get Redfall. It's definitely getting delayed in my opinion. Stalker 2 is out. That's going to be uh, indefinitely. Uh, so that's out of the review window uh, or the window, fourth quarter window. Forza, September, I'm hearing, or at least Jez said September, I heard on the show. Um, okay. Redfall, uh, an Age of Empire 4 console port. 
Oh, right. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't think there'll be much more than that. Um, but uh, 2023 is the start of, Do you, you think know, of it, it is possible that Avowed is showed at E3 and Avowed is coming very soon? Avowed's or they need breathing room. Holiday. Avowed's 2023 holiday. I don't think you'll see Avowed at E3. Probably see it at XO if there is an XO. Uh, I think what you're going to see at E3, uh, I don't know if I saw this in the topics, it is one of the topics, but you'll definitely see Perfect Dark, Starfield, Red That's Ford. a surprise. Perfect Dark is a yeah. surprise. I've, I've been telling people, I reported on it, I did a whole Perfect Dark video, and I didn't expect that we would see anything, but, <clears throat> but like Jez is saying, they, he, yeah. he's feeling like uh, Perfect Dark is going to have a showing. Yeah, Crystal Dynamics, They when they got them, uh, jump started that whole process. I think that they they know what they're doing now. They have the concept, and they have some really good veterans on the on the um, some really talented, amazing as we went through uh, developers, uh, including Crystal Dynamics with the pedigree. Uh, yeah, I, I expect that game to be um, good. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be very good, and you'll see it at E3, and uh, that'll be just. Um, Kudos to Xbox for making that deal. Uh, I don't think you would have seen them at E3 if you didn't have the Crystal Dynamic deal. You're talking about a hundred or so developers coming in, and now mm-hmm. you're putting it on, on, on top of everyone. They're at hard at work. They had some of the gameplay already built, probably um, storyline, everything. Um, so yeah, you'll have that perfect dark. It's going to be a, a good E3, I think, but. They have an XO, like you said, that they're you're hearing rumbles. That's going to drive back uh, Avowed, probably drive back. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the 2023 window. What are the games that we have? Like, could, like, is it possible that they want to show Fable, Fable at, uh, 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 at Fable, No, Fable. Well, yeah. I think Fable's an E3 2023 guy. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll... they'll uh, there, think, of course, they, there's they, other games like Warhammer Dark Tide, Scorn, right. Exomecha. There's a bunch of other games that Xbox yeah. has partnered with that are... I mean, let's Time, be honest. Almost no games are getting concrete delays anymore um, because of yeah. the cyberpunk scare, because of the uh, unknowns. Um, I always try to rem- remind people that... Those of you who've gone and worked from home, at least at some capacity, you have to admit that the type or the caliber or the, the delivery of work has changed um, with being at home. And if you're working in a studio where you go up to someone's desk and look over their shoulder and look at what they're working on and you can give instant feedback like throughout the day, that kind of gets taken away from these developers who were launching mm-hmm. this past year or two. So uh but I do know one thing, Tim, and Jeff Grubb is spot on the money uh, from Games and Venture Beat, who says that this E3 is going to be the biggest one Xbox has had in probably a decade. Yeah. So it's they're gonna be, they have so much stuff, you know. And no one Xbox so demo. Uh, I know somebody was saying in the chat earlier, like way at the beginning, like Xbox likes to show stuff that's not coming out for seven years. Uh, no, they never do that. Um, Xbox's MO. I talked to the uh, Dr. Greenberg about this 
Uh, you were there, Tim. We talked to him about mm-hmm. how he said, we like to show gameplay a year before release. We always show right. a, a trailer two years before, one year before we show gameplay, and then we release the game. Um, that's changed a little bit with some of the problems yeah. they've had. It's, this stuff's a little rough, but oh, yeah, huge. So whatever Xbox is showing, prepare yourself, and I'll be creating content in the coming uh, couple months about the E3 showcase, as I call it. But expect almost all of that show to be stuff you are getting hands-on in the next year. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. You know, you know something that I thought about um, about you. This this goes back a couple of topics, but um, when you talked about shows next year, they will definitely have their own showcase for Activision. So if Activision oh, gets right. uh, nailed down, yeah. they're going to they're going to have something like they had with um, the roundtable. If you guys mm-hmm. remember. They'll have a similar thing, and they'll probably announce everything going to Game Pass, everything uh, going to day and date, you know, on Game Pass, all of their games in Game Pass, um, probably you know exclusive deals and stuff like that. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get five shows. You can get not five, but with the indie, you probably get four shows next year. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's what we're gonna see. I mean they're hiring for that, so it's inevitable. There's going to be so many games coming out. And then that doesn't even really cover the stuff that's coming to Game Pass like two weeks before uh, it's released. It gets announced. Like They give you very little time to even get hyped up. But Yudani Kazada, thank you so much for the code you just put in in honor of Trucker Tim Dog, US only. He just dropped in Hitman HD Enhanced Collection. There's nice. the code. If you're quick, you can get that on there. And Brett Bingham, uh, what's a great super for $2. Thank you so much, Brett. He says, Doctor Strange by Arcane Studios would be nice. And then he's got the emoji like, hmm, that right. sounds perfect. Like, Arcane could nail yeah. Doctor Strange. And remember, Marvel's not off the table for Xbox. It's not something PlayStation owns. They're just farming that Marvel thing for two games and uh, uh, let somebody else get in there and make something great. That's a good good shout there, Brett Bingham. Good point. Um, yeah. That'd be a so, good yeah. game, too. As far as like, X, could- uh, what's that? No, I think well, Doctor Strange. Shout out to the to the guy in chat. That would think about how good that game could look on like a uh, next generation machine with the colors and the way he can open up the world portals and stuff like that. Imagine with that SSD. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, with that VRS uh, 2.0. <laughs> with all that tickly tickly babble tech talk, um, yeah, super res. Yeah. So. We didn't really cover the PlayStation, but um, we're hearing God of War Ragnarok is going to make 2022. So yeah. God of War Ragnarok is going to come in, be an absolute juggernaut. But there's something that Ragnarok doesn't have that Starfield has, and that's new hotness. So I think that's going to be <laughs> a crazy... Cr- it, it could be interesting. Like I know the game's going to be absolutely fantastic, but that new universe that you're going to fly around in and explore and land on in Starfield is going to be something to salivate over. I'm excited for for that. I think we're going to see. Like I, I think said, Starfield's going to be a big part of that. Yeah, I, I don't know how. I, I think if it gets over 90 Metacritic, that's unbelievable. But that'll be a, ah. a fierce day. But, uh, you know, um, I, I think it's going to sit around in 88. Like, it's going to be, it's um, probably going to be amazing, though. It's going to, for what yeah, like I said, yeah. 
it's going to blow your minds. But, yeah, and um, Bethesda games have been in the high 80s. They've had a couple low 90s that yeah. are like timeless. So we, and we know, we all know an 87 or 88 or 89 is a fantastically amazing game. But uh, yeah, I think we have a lot to look forward to. And there will be more talks about that. Tim, you, I can't just say you've been an amazing guest. Like it's just you and me talking like we always do. And I'm so <laughs> grateful to have you on I the show. I was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was talking on the phone. It's honestly, it's so great, great man. Great show, uh, though. I love it. Like so many, so many uh, hours uh, of us like hanging out on Xbox Live and talking on the phone and being in podcasts. You're so amazing. Uh, this is the XC Podcast. I'm Colt Eastwood here on camera. And one day I'll get Tim on when he gets everything all all uh, worked out, so he can be I on will. camera I, and you can see uh, his uh, handsome and face. Gads. I will come on. I promise. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll have some really good, good like news that we can jump into. A lot of stuff we, you know, we're doing the doctor cringe and stuff like that. But either, (laughs) either or, the show was a lot, a lot of fun, and and, and thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Yeah, it's great. I really appreciate it. This the XC podcast is weekly show. I I do. This is episode number forty two. I can't believe it's gone this far, but I started it in May of last year. And every single week when I sit down here and turn on the lights and the camera, I get so nervous to be in front of all you guys, but you're so amazing. You make the show so enjoyable. Shout out to the chat over 600 people here who are watching the show and contributing. You guys make it amazing. Uh, You've been so great. And I learned something from everybody, Tim, this is your opportunity here to tell everybody where they can find you. And, you know, brag about how amazing you are and how many followers you have and, and how big your biceps are. Just, you know, let it all <laughs> hang out. I'm, I'm, I'm your friend, and that's great. And, I, and I'm a community. I'm just a guy in the community, really. But I've, I've endured the, 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 the years. Um, you know, I've been doing this since 2007, when, if you think about social media and forums. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, got 60,000 60, followers. I think I'm going to hit 100 in the, in the next 60? year. Yeah, 60.4. I just kept saying 50. Guys. Tim! Stop, I know, stop. I know. He's at so, 60,400, uh, guys. And I kept saying yeah. 50. Um, and uh, I just try to be a good guy. I, you know, we all have our moments. But, uh, you know, things like meeting cults and the rest of the community that's what it's all about hopefully next year we get an e3 uh fan fest i know i i i, I want to put out my years uh, my, i mean my uh my my vacation we're gonna shoot for it but you can find me on uh twitter that's where i'm at pretty much and that's only where i'm at aside from podcasts uh x cloud tim dog uh Colt, it's been a pleasure. You know, you you know one of my favorite content creators. Uh, I think you're super professional, um, and somebody who, if you didn't have a job uh, that you do have right now for ha- so many years, and you're too embedded, but would be great for the job that 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 Xbox was you know looking for, like a, a somebody who could you know map it all out. You're you're so talented and stuff like that. And there's so many people like you in the community. You know, I put up your artwork today next to Ben's, next to Clobro. Ben's amazing. Clobro. Oh, those are amazing like, graphic designers. I, I so many talents in front of those people. guys. 
Yeah. You know, you're, 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 it's just great, great, intelligent, uh, awesome people. And uh, the chat was awesome. Next time I come on, I'll be on camera. I got a camera. And uh, we were all we perplexed some, uh, by the your choice of picture today. It, it, it's off X, brand. that's Xbox. That's Xbox Lizard. There's a backstory to that. You can ask Jez about it. And um, <laughs> Xbox Lizard, he's like, yeah. Well, yeah. Phil, Phil, Phil banished X, Xbox Lizard, and he banished <laughs> him because. His name was too similar to the Lizard Squad. Oh, and if you okay, remember, okay. Lizard Squad was the 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 people that hacked PlayStation. They took down PlayStation, Xbox. yeah. So we try yeah. to we try to get Xbox Lizard in the community, and he was unfortunately denied. But uh, it's a funny <laughs> story, and uh, we uh, Jez, just ask Jez about it, and I'll get a kick okay. out of it. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I, the I backstory get... to that. Yeah. I, I wish you I should. could get Just ask uh, Jez on, but it's so late. It's like two or three in the morning for him when I when my show yeah. starts because he's back in Germany. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'll just give him some no dose. But I, I love but, you, Colts. You you're a good good family man, and uh, you know uh, above all else, you know we talk about real things in life. You know we're talking about my daughter beforehand. She's broken her phone yep. uh, five times now. And uh, I and you didn't even yell at her. Like, I was I was there when you were on the phone. No, you didn't yell at her. No, I just, <laughs> I, I just I'm like I says I said we're not going to get a new phone though. Case I'm like you just this is costing me. It's better off just keeping her where there's no charge, and then just every time she breaks it, spend the two forty five. I mean I'm literally right. on the fifth time she broke her phone. Uh, but you know that's the only thing that she really uh, screws up in. So uh, if that's that's the only thing that screws up, I'm. If that's the worst man. you get. Yeah, you're better <laughs> yeah, than I exactly. am. <laughs> My kids drive me crazy, yeah, and I I still like them. Uh, I was going to see if I can. Uh, well, I can't find the link right now. But uh, someone said I need to get X and C shirt. The shirt I'm wearing is on my merch. Uh, there might be a link on the channel somewhere. You'll be able to find it. Um, but you know, people like to br- you know try and sell their stuff but these are the essential tees they're like stretchy so if <laughs> they look and feel so comfortable uh, uh they're great um and they're about 18 or 19 bucks i i have them kind of the lowest you can sell them make like a couple bucks on nice. them but um yeah i designed the logos and stuff and and i've got a bunch of different shirts on there i've got one tim that says hold this l and it's actually a i recreated down in the corner of halo infinite on the multiplayer mode it says hold L to access like one of the options. And I thought that's funny because mm-hmm. we say hold L. So I created that where it's the thumbstick L and I said, hold this L. I just throw that on there. I don't <laughs> know if anybody's bottom, but I have some kind of cool shirts like that. I have some coldies with stuff, X and C. And then I have some game studio character ones. You can give them a check out. It's on Teespring slash Cold Eastwood. Uh, but thank you so much, everybody, for who is sitting here while uh, Tim and I talk about hanging out and wearing uh, T-shirts. But you guys are amazing. <laughs> um, check out the show after the fact. And if you're here listening still on demand, you're doing that because we're on Spotify, Google, Apple, and Pocket Podcasts. So you can check out the show and listen while you're mowing the lawn. Who mows their lawn this time of year? Not me. But thank you so much, guys. We're going to get out of here and let Tim uh, call tonight so we can hit social media early and see what fun stuff pops off tomorrow. Check out Tim on an RDX podcast tomorrow night, and we're out of here. Say bye, Later. Tim. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I have a little outro, guys. <laughs> so professional. All right, we're out of here. <laughs>